What is up, guys and gals? Welcome to episode number 151 of the Nonsense Review. That's right, as if it's going to be any doubt what I'm going to say today. We've caught all the Kanto Pokemon, including Mew. That's right, I'm your host as always, Devin, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello, everybody. Is it nice to have a fact that's not just some random Chinese warlord? <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. This one's being recorded in advance. Rick's over in Australia, so can't talk about our weeks or the goings-on in the wide universe, because this is way in the past. So, instead, we're going to borrow a section from the retrospective. It's the nonsense asinine hypotheticals. What do you got for me today? Well, Rick, today we're doing more Steven Universe songs to close out the month of January. So I thought let's have a Steven Universe themed question. Let's go. Steven Universe gets a crossover episode with absolutely anything. What do you pick and why? Or rather, what would you want to see? I'd, I think it would be really fun to see Loose and Amity see Fusion and then try it. <laughs> Here's the thing, as we know Dragon Ball Z exists in um, in that universe because Ida obtained a DVD copy from Earth, so they know Fusion kind of exists. Yeah, they know it exists in fiction, and uh, they'll probably try and find a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm doing an Owl House uh, crossover episode at some point in the future, and... Probably with collector shenanigans. The collector sees the Steven Universe universe via his magic cosmic gaze and goes, That looks fun! Let's put Luz and Amity over there and see what they do. How about you? What would you pick? Okay, this one's going to be a bit out there. I read a fan fiction a while ago. And yes, I read fan fiction. Fuck off. The fan fiction was a crossover between two things I never would have predicted someone would smash together. And that is Steven Universe and Brutal Legend. (laughs) Okay. So the fanfic in question very much dealt with basically the Brutal Legend crew being brought into Beach City as if Steven Universe got dragged into um, uh, the Brutal Legend world and had a whole adventure off screen. So I want to see what he did over there because here's here's the thing. I, I believe the setup was because the whole gimmick of Brutal Legend is Eddie Riggs is a roadie. So Eddie Riggs just knew Greg Universe from his <laughs> from his touring days. And then when he got dragged into Brutal Legend world, Steven was there, went there as well. But Steven has his gem powers and Steven decided that while in Brutal Legend, world, I'm going to learn how to play bass because in Brutal Legend world, bassists are healers. And what does Steven Universe do? Yeah, he heals. I, I want to see that, all because of this one fanfic author from fucking ages ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds very fun. <laughs> I thought so. But yes, Rick, I'm not the only one with a question. You must have one as well. Lay it on me. What was the most annoying or memorable telemarketer you've ever had? Man, you really don't know the definition of hypothetical. Well, okay. The answer is I, I don't get fucking telemarketer calls, Rick, because if someone phones me and I don't know their number, I declined the call. Okay, you didn't have a phone before this was an option. I, if, Rick, I got a phone late in life because I'm poor. Sure. I didn't sure. answer the house phone because why would it be for me? I was a child. Go on, do, you've clearly got an answer, so you go for it. A guy who was trying to sell house insulation and his pitch was, oh yeah, the government will pay for it. Our response was, no, no, uh, you don't understand. We make slightly too much money to qualify for anything. And he was adamant that the government will pay for it. And after we really insisted that no, 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 we don't qualify for any kind of grants for anything. He eventually went, oh, fuck off, you toughy nose twat, and slammed the phone down. Go, go on, Rick, introduce the first song. Yeah, we got Let Me Do This For You, Rose by Awkward Marina. Three, two, one, and go. Wasn't expecting that beat. No, me, neither was I. I. I don't know why. I was, I was genuinely expecting an acoustic guitar, not this. Yeah, Pearl has uh, indeed learned the bass. I do. Um, I do like the artwork they've chosen for this. 
it's good, isn't it? Although I think Rose looks far too concerned. Do you, do mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't think no, she think... gives a fuck. Usually, no. But like, Rose also has the shield, so she can do like damage and tank and heal, all of the things. Best of both things. Yeah. Well, if you're playing Baldur's Gate, why would you not have a sword and shield? Why would you want to pick that one path that means you're locked to one rapier? Yeah. <laughs> I think the reason is you're playing Will, but even then, Will can take a shield in that game. Exactly. <laughs> Don't like this change. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. So clearly this is set way in the past. Uh, I'm wondering... Mm. Like, mm. We know Pearl is perfectly confident, but it took her a while to get there, so is this like her arguing that she should be thrown in the fight more, maybe? Yeah, I think it's in her... Well, it's definitely in her unrequited fe- period, because you know, that's her entire life. All right. Don't rub it in. <laughs> My head's bopping. It's, uh, it's very simphy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, once again, I must stress anyone watching this looking for actual musical insight, uh, you're in the wrong place. We're not musicians in any way, shape or form. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I did one year of music tech. <laughs> and grade one of clarinet. I know what a treble clef is. Everyone knows what a treble clef is. <laughs> Fuck me, we're not looking at the sheet music, so that's not exactly useful information. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. No, we're not. I'm just going to say, in this artwork, Pearl does look like an angry bird. Oh, great. Uh, cool. Well, uh, that's fine. Rick's uh, going to timestamp that and uh, do his phone call. So for the moment, you've just got me. Isn't that great? The person who's least confident, least confident, least competent when it comes to uh, evaluating music. Especially this type of music. It's really not my type of scene. I'm more into heavy metal and rock type songs. Uh, but, you know. Uh, this is the downside of one of our people having to use their phone to um, watch the things. So yeah, that's the end of the song, so now I can just stop talking until Rick's back. So yeah, Rick's finished the song individually of me, because that's how phone calls work. Alright, Rick, what did you think of the song? I liked it. I know I was more up on the uh, the breakdown portions than you were. Those, though, that became the bit that I was looking forward to as the song went on, and I figured out that was how it went. Uh, how about you? Uh, it was fine. Um, as I said, while you were away, it's not my type of music, so it's hard to get into. Uh, the lyrics are fine. You could kind of tell what time period Pearl was in during the song. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's really much else to address on that one, unless there's anything you want to say. 
Yeah, it was kind of like the uh, the formation of the Crystal Gems as a fighting force rather than just Rose Quartz on her own. Uh, I disagree on that because it's still just Rose and Pearl by the sound of the song. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I, I think it focused more on their relationship side of things rather than the Crystal Gems as a whole. Yeah, yeah, like the very formation of them as a rebel pairing before they got Garnet. Because by the time we got Garnet, we knew that uh, we, we knew that Pearl was already fearsome and already a combatant. Sure. Rick, next song. Yeah, the next song is Departure. This is a Yellow Diamond song. It's by Nerdy Guitar Vlog, so I'm expecting guitar. Yeah. Three, two, one, and go. Uh, I actually think it's a Paradox song. Okay, Yellow Diamond is just the uh, the biggest face <laughs> in the <laughs> in the preview image. Well, because it looks like Paradox is about to smack her in the face with a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting Persona vibes. Specifically Persona 5. Well, I kind of see where you're coming from. So what you mean is the... It's just jazz. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at that. I do appreciate a, a song that has fucking lyrics on the screen. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm sorry, it sounds a bit like Lumpy Space Princess is singing. <laughs> and I'm very sorry, because if that was not the intention, then that's an insult and I apologise. <laughs> Do you know what no, I mean? I I'm not insane, right? A little bit. I can. All I can think of now is the the opening song by LSP. Where are the crystal jams? I'll tell you what. The the musical beat reminds me of Life Is a Highway. Yeah, I get you. I get you. And I'm going to ride it all night long. Yeah. That's a nice little bit of guitar twang in there. Yeah. As you can see, we're well educated on musical history. Uh, guitar twang, that's the official term. Yeah, the, the twangy twangies. <laughs> You know what? If you change the um, the pacing of the song and and move the lyrics around a bit, you almost get a King Crimson type of track. Okay. But how does it work? Okay, fuck you. <laughs> like, I, I get it. It's the memes, and I understand if your only reference to King Crimson is JoJo, that's where your mind goes. But I legitimately tried to get a friend of mine to listen to some King Crimson music because I think it's good fucking music and everyone should listen to it. And I've been trying to fucking get that fuck to listen to music that's not video game music forever. And all he said was, but how does it work, though? And I'm like, yeah, okay, very, are you going to listen to the song? And then they just didn't respond. And I'm like, cool, fine, fuck you. Yep, yep, yep. King Crimson's good. I don't think I have to say this. <laughs> <laughs> I've not actually um, listened to it at all. 21st oh, damn, Century sorry. Schizoid Man, Epitaph, and... Court of the Crimson King are probably three of the best songs ever written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got plenty more, but those are the three popular ones. Okay. I missed half the song because I was just like promoting King Crimson as if they fucking need it. Yeah, yeah. A band where I'm 95% sure half of them are dead. 
Maybe so. <coughs> yeah, if it was from like the seventies, eighties, then yeah, a lot of thing, a lot of people have uh, reached their expiry date. He's doing a bit of a James Hetfield thing with this particular set of lyrics because he's doing that yeah! uh, once he finishes a sentence. Yeah. You know what? It's kind of actually refreshing to hear people singing lyrics without Americanizing them. Okay. But yeah, you were uh, you were about to say something as well. I was just about to say in the artwork, uh, I like how Amethyst is cheering on Peridot, and Pearl looks completely concerned, while Stephen is distracted by Pearl, and Garnet's just like giving a thumbs up, like, "Yeah, whack her in the face with a guitar. I'm sure it'll end well." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the most detailed-looking yellow diamond face we've ever seen? Yes, it's when she gets called a clod. <laughs> she does that. <laughs> it's one of the most detailed faces we get in all of Steven Universe. I think the only other one we get that's anywhere near as detailed is when uh, Steven is really, really tired. Ah, uh, uh, fair enough. Uh, you know what? I probably will... Um, artwork by Snails. Good job. That was a good piece of artwork. Thank you for crediting them, person who did the song, Nerdy Guitar Vlogs. Um, yeah, yeah. If they do, we've still got twelve seconds of the video, so we're gonna have to wait it out. But if if this particular artist um does other songs parodying other things, I might actually give them a look because it wasn't the worst thing I've ever listened to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I like that song. I will stand by it, feeling personerish in that like their whole gimmick is a rebellion songs in Persona Five, like rebel jazz rather than just jazz. You know, like up upbeat, fast paced rather than. Oh, um... I definitely call Persona music jazz rock. If anything, like it's got a very rock vibe to certain songs. It's um, it's one of those things where I, I appreciate you used you said Persona music because that. That's the first thing you thought of, and I respect that. But um, each Persona game has its own musical style, so it's one of those weird ones where saying Persona 5 music, technically speaking, you mean jazz rock, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yes, I realise I'm being picky, but we've got to talk about some shit. <laughs> but yeah, what do you reckon? It was a fine song. I have no issue with it. I want to apologise for taking half the time, partly for your fault, because you've said fucking the meme, but defending King Crimson as good music, which, again, no one should have to do. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Um, let's see what the next one brings eh, Rick? yeah it's this is pink and blue by princess rizu princess rizu yeah if you like to join along at home three two one and go yeah this one's interesting because they don't use artwork it's just a, them dressed up as blue diamond yeah or at least in the thumbnail it is i had to look at all of these i didn't listen to the songs but i had to look at all of these for screen grabs and stuff oh okay so it is actually a video You know what, it's not the worst, but I know it's just chucking on a fucking blue curtain, but it's not the worst blue diamond cosplay. And a diamond on her boobs. Eh, technically a cleavage, but okay. <laughs> Got a good voice. Yeah, yeah. This is going to sound really stupid, but I really, really like the effect they've got going on in the background. Oh, yeah, the blue rain. Yeah. 
actually thought it was stars to begin with, but rain makes a bit more sense given the theme. A rain of stars, indeed. So, given the costume and the name of the song and the lyrics, I, I assume this is like Blue Diamond's Lamenting Pink? Mmm. Just a, um, a song-based lamentation. Just her entire character arc in between what we know to be the start of essentially the story and now. Matt, I think it's something that... It's not something Tolkien invented, but I do think one of the best lamentations is Lament for Boromir. It's a good little poem. Mmm, okay. Now, here's the unfortunate thing. I'm, uh... I'm a bad nerd. I've never actually read uh, read the books themselves. Uh, if you say so, man, I don't think that makes you a bad nerd. I think it's a silly thing to say. Uh, I will say, I think this song might work better without the piano and if it was a cappella. Maybe. Sometimes you need something to set yourself to, though. Sure. Man, the face she pulled at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sour heart face. Uh, well, obvious, uh, you, you keep bringing it up. I can't wait until Baldur's Gate goes out of your fucking zeitgeist because you bring that up constantly yep. every time I say something sour or something spot fuck me it went to the next song and I don't know what she was dressed as but fuck me <laughs> uh, what did you think? it was alright I don't think this is going to be my favourite of the lot but um, she's obviously put a lot of effort into the, um, the the singing because she's a very good singer that's the main focus of the song and she does it very well uh, how about you? What, do you what do you reckon of this one? I quite like the theme I don't know man I think in general I just prefer sadder songs sure like uh, it certainly wasn't upbeat. Granted, we spoke over a fair amount of it, so we might not have gotten the full message, but I thought, think it was quite clear it was uh, it, it was meant to be a, a lamentation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and she did very well. She did some acting in the video itself, like she was using her facial features to let you know that, yes, this is the intended um, emotion you're meant to be feeling, so good job on that. And you know, yeah. fair enough having balls to actually film yourself singing, because it's not the easiest thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Especially doing it in costume and um, using the costume itself as uh, another prop. I'm generally curious how many takes it took yeah but anyway let's go to the next song shall we yeah this one is hello starlight by miss me three two one and go i do like how in this one it tells us straight up that it's a white diamond song so we don't have to fucking ask who's meant to be singing yeah by uh, mina rose yeah the youtube channels miss me so i assume that's that's just a channel name i guess yeah 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 Character. White Diamond, White and, Diamond the and the Pearls. Oh, cool. That sounds like an actual <laughs> band name. It does, actually. Thank you for putting lyrics. Mm, mm. That's a bold fucking word to put in your song. Yeah, luminosity. <laughs> All right. I like when you get a little harmony of pearls, their faces just pop up. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah, they just pop up as like little muses. It's great. <laughs> so this is White Diamond talking to Stephen then, technically, believing Stephen's pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm looking at these lyrics and I'm listening to them, listening to them being sung to the beat, and I'm like, "How is she making those words fit the beat?" Yeah, I get you. Yeah, it's it's written down like a big old uh, propaganda speech. Because it is, but it's uh, but it's sung as um, to the beat, obviously. Like, if she wasn't singing it and just had a speech and was saying it, it would feel like it was a part of her trying to, well, telling Pink off. Yeah. Just kind of evangelizing, but also in the White Diamond way of, I don't care what you're saying. Me saying good, good means that whatever I have said is just being confirmed. It's not much to say, it's just genuinely good at the moment. <laughs> mm, mm. Ooh, that's some sinister vibes. Yep. <laughs> oh, the pearls are telling you to get away. <laughs> Man, even in this song, like, just outright lies. Yep, 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 yep. I do I do like that they're using a constantly smiling white diamond. Mmm. The good old, um, super goth mommy white diamond. Uh, not what I was just thinking, but all... okay. All um, all mascara, all makeup, everything else, pure white. Man, we've still got like oh, only a few seconds, but man, that was uh, that was good. Yeah, it was. It was an interesting way of um, putting that message to a beat in general. It was competently done. The only thing that I found jarring was that voice for White Diamond, because I'm used to White Diamond being a lot more, like, deeper and not quite sultry, but, like, motherly in an abusive mother kind of way. I kind of get what you're saying. However, like, how many pop stars have, like, a really milfy figure but sing like that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I think you've got to give a bit of leeway when it comes to doing parody songs. Not least because you can even hear it in Garnet and Pearl when they sing like they don't sound like their characters when they're singing not as much like their characters you know yeah Garnet can be a lot more subdued when she's just talking and when she's singing she uh, she kind of comes to life but that was kind of what I thought without being asked uh what would you think it was good probably my favorite of the bunch so far okay again it's not my type of music but you can tell it was a good song I enjoyed the lyrics it's a lot easier to follow on in this react format if the lyrics are on the screen yeah and it was also cute seeing the little pearls pop up <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was like this. Uh, it, it had production values. They were. It, it, don't get me wrong. You can't compare it to some music videos some pop star makes. But work put in was put into this. Not to disparage the other um, the other videos we've seen today, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall we do the next song? The song I've been looking forward to most out of the selection for today. Worstest best friend by Kitten Sneeze. Three, 
two, one, and go. Worstest, bestest friend. Worstest, worstest, bestest, yes. So this is a Oogie Boogie song parody. Yeah. She's doing a pretty good job of getting the Spinel inflection. Yeah. I I like the little animation they've got going on. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like you could replace this with Spinel's intro song where she's talking down to Steven. Almost, almost definitely, yeah. All right, fair enough. You're winning me over. Uh, yeah. It it does look like she's uh, about to throw a pumpkin bomb, a, uh, a la uh, Goblin. Green Goblin, yeah. <laughs> Man, I need to work out how to do this. Just as a completely aside, I've, I've always wanted to put this on our videos, a sound wave. <laughs> but I don't know how okay, to make them. Okay. Me either. Every time I've looked it up, it's like, upload your audio to our website and we'll generate it for you. And I'm like, that's saying sus. Yeah, that's that's a way to get your audio nicked. <laughs> and this was before AI were a fit. Not that anyone's going to want our voice for a fucking AI, but you know, that was before AI was even a thing. I was still like, that's sus. I don't want to do it. When I started the podcast, I looked into it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, bop into the beat. That's fair. It's very electro. Is that a fucking is that a musical style or have I made that up? Uh I think it's a it sounds about right. Hi, I'm Staff. Please do me. Yes. <laughs> I, I can just imagine, like, how she'd be moving to all this as well. Yeah, I can see her doing the Oogie Boogie dance, but with a bit more flailing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit more um, creepy doll animations. To be fair, outside of the diamonds, I think she was probably the <laughs> the one that got closest to just fucking the gems up, full stop. Yeah, yeah. Like, either her or, um, or Lapis Lazuli. Sure, but she was never, you know, outright serious, I think. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Well, with Lapis, it's a weird, it's a weird one where, um, if she was serious, we've seen what happens when she can get serious. Uh, I was just going to say that uh, that particular uh, person had uh, other songs that they linked at the end of their video, including a look like a Reagan video for Inside Job. So it's quite a recent show, so I assume that YouTuber's probably still active. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do you think? 
this was one of the best ones from today if not the best and like you said that's the one that fits the most directly into the show as we saw it as a replacement of the real one that came up it was a good choice of something to parody for that character she did a very good job of like i said at the beginning getting the inflections of the character and if not doing it exactly perfectly doing it very much believably but yeah that's that's me how about you yeah it was good i was looking forward to it anyway there's not much to say about it it was just a good song <laughs> yeah we're gonna do our final song which is another offering from awkward marina and another parody yeah it's a parody of be our guest from beauty and the beast so i'm actually kind of looking forward to this one as well it's a nice and short one too so over to you to introduce rick yeah you're a claude from awkward marina three two one and go Whoops, sorry, it took a while to oh, start fucking playing. fucking bastard. Okay, cool. Um, yep, my bad. Do it again. Yep, so, You're a Claude by Awkward Marina. Three, two, one, and go. Very specifically, Peridot, You're a Claude. Peridot's the one singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm... Uh, Obviously, early days, Peridot, this is based on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a great... <laughs> Peridot says I don't like the gays. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh goodness oh that's easily the funniest one that was a short song but boy was it fun that, that was just fun I'm, I'm smiling I'm happy part of me thinks that one of the reasons why I like this song is uh, partly it's a good song anyway a bass uh, it's a good bass song that they're parodying the parody itself is good and I'm also just a little bit it's reminding me of the Simpsons piss take <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think, isn't uh, See My Vest your favourite Simpsons song? Uh, it is. If you go back to our very first Simpsons uh, retro, it's, it got my award. Uh, it was such a good fucking moment that Rick decided to sing half the fucking song. <laughs> Awkward Marina's done a very good uh, way of getting the Peridot inflections here. Yes, it's taken to a comedic extreme to make it that much funnier. Anything you would like to add that we've not already said about this song? It was good. It was funny. It was amusing. If we, if we ranked these songs based solely on the fact of how much I was smart, Smiling by the end, this would win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that being said, Rick, pick your MVP. What was your favourite song of today? Uh, my favourite song of today was Worstest Bestest Friend. I think it uh, was the one that fit the best into everything. As much as I loved You're a Clod, and even oh, the other Paradox song whose name escapes me because it... Departure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't, again, wasn't really a Paradox song. It, it felt like just talking about events. Yeah, I, I liked the, the feel of Departure very much. But yeah, Worstest Bestest Friend is going to be going to get my award. So how about you? What would you say is your favourite song from today? I, I think there was some obviously 
songs that I didn't vibe with very well because I didn't like the style, etc. That being said, I think the standout winner, based on quality of the song and overall production values, it's got to be Hello Starlight. I think that was a very good song. Like, like the video was great, the singing was great, the instruments were great. Mm. I even said it during the song. It's not my style of music. I wouldn't choose to listen to this song, but it, it, I still think it was the best offering of today. I think we're both giving an honourable mention to Euro Clod because it was just so fun. Yeah. That does it for today. Thanks for joining us as always. Rick's still in Australia, so you got another two weeks of pre-recorded nonsense. Comment section down below if you want to talk to us and make suggestions. Probably not going to be able to act on them in a couple of weeks, but hey-ho diddly-do. Alternatively, you can send us an email at nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. Once again, that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. Absolutely. Thanks for making it this far, you beautiful people, and join us again next week. Bye!